Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word every single day for, oh, about 13 minutes or so. And in so doing, it keeps us in God's Word, and it keeps us focused on our relationship with God, on our souls, on eternity. It also helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Now, we continually encourage you to help other people in your life. There are probably some within your own family, in fact, who need to turn their thinking, the focus of their life around. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God, about their souls, about eternity. Help them by sharing these short studies with them on a consistent basis. Get them into God's Word by so doing. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means, but make that commitment and start sharing with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. What a great blessing for somebody if you help them ultimately get to heaven, but that's also a great blessing for you. So make up your mind, make that commitment, and start sharing today. We're going to get back into our new line of thought and study, talking about the greatest love story ever told. What would you say that would be? Well, some people might think of Shakespeare and think of Romeo and Juliet, or maybe the love story that is the centerpiece of his uh, play about Cyrano de Bergerac. Or somebody might talk about some love story that has been put into literature or maybe even into a movie that people have seen over and over and over again over uh, through the years. Well, we could think about all kinds of love stories like that. We might think on a personal level. We might say, oh, the greatest love story ever told? It's the love that my parents have had for me and that I have had for them in a reciprocating way. Or somebody might say, it's the love story between my husband and myself or my wife and myself. Or maybe, you know, I know this couple and their love for each other is just so warm and radiant. It's got to be one of the greatest love stories ever told. Well, all of those are really encouraging and they're really good sounding but they really do not compare to the greatest love story ever told and that is God's love for us God's love for you and me and everybody else in the world in every generation the story of Jesus Christ and the gospel message of salvation that he brought to mankind when he left heaven and came to this world in human form fully human, but still fully divine, that gospel message of salvation through Jesus Christ is the greatest love story ever told because it demonstrates God's love for us. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10, as we read last time, the apostle John wrote, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. God in love for us. Now that's incredible. He sent his son into this world with the purpose of going to that cross and suffering that brutal, torturous execution on that cross to pay the price for the guilt of our sins, to be the perfect one-time-for-all-time sacrifice for our sins, 
That's almost unimaginable. But God loves us that much. He loves you that much. And that love is the basis for our being able to understand the very concept of love. How would we, how would we experience, how would we define, how would we know what love really is? except for God's love shown to us first. The best definition for love? G-O-D, God. And God's love is the ultimate example of love. Jesus said in John chapter 15 and verse 13, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. The next verse goes on and he says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. If we live by his teachings consistently, faithfully, obediently, then he identifies us as his friends and he laid down his life for us. That love, God's love for us, is the basis for the only real hope that we have in this physical life as human beings. And that hope would be an eternal life with an eternal home in heaven with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That hope sustains and assures us through life's worst difficulties because God is the God of hope, Romans 15 and verse 13. And because of his love story being a God that gives us that kind of hope, it's described as abundant hope, Romans 15 and verse 13. The story of God's love is succinctly told in one highlighted verse of Scripture. Now, we can read God's love all the way through the Bible from beginning to end. But don't you like where you can kind of zero in and find a summary of a particular subject that you're studying. One verse of scripture is a succinct description, telling of God's love for us. The greatest love story ever told. God's love story. John 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world not just a certain country, not just a certain nationality, not just a certain group of people. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Oh, that summarizes it, that explains it, in an easy, straightforward, and succinct way. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3 at verse 16. That is God's love story. Now let's look at that verse, break it down in detail. For God so loved the world, the world. Again, not just certain people, not just smart people 
or not so smart people, not just rich people or poor people, not just people from certain countries, but people in all nations, not just people with certain backgrounds, but people from all kinds of backgrounds. For God so loved the world. In 1 John chapter 4, beginning with verse 7, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Again, the best definition or description or analysis of real love? God. G-O-D. God. God so loved the world, and that's everybody in all generations throughout time until the Lord comes again at the end of this time. Love is part of God's very nature. Love is of God, and God is love. How would we know what love is again? We can experience love in our lives. We can recognize love in other people because God first is love and first God loved us. Remember that next verse or or verse 10, just a couple of verses down from verse 8 where we just finished reading? In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. A little child is born to his or her parents That little child, you know, what does it know at that point? It knows I'm warm, I'm cold, I'm wet, (laughs) I'm okay now, I'm hungry, I'm satisfied because I've been fed. But you know, from the moment of that little child's birth, virtually, he begins to learn love. Not because at that particular point, He's analyzing it all in his head and all of those mechanisms and all of those, those uh, uh, brain waves and everything are teaching him about love, right? That, no, no, no. He's, he's a newborn baby. But he begins to learn love virtually from the moment of his birth. And we might even say even before he was born, still in his mother's womb, he learns love because of the love demonstrated to him by his mother and father. He learns love from them. Well, mankind learns love from God because of his, God, his love exhibited toward us. In verse 16 of 1 John chapter 4, And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Well, we need to learn the importance of love in our lives and our need to not only receive love from others, but to give love to others. What does that verse say again? We have known and believed the love that God has for us. Well, again, because of God's love story. John 3 and verse 16. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10. In this is love, 
Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So verse 16 again, we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Central to walking with God through this physical life is recognizing his love for us, learning from it, and exhibiting love for others, for God first and foremost, but for others around us as well, because of God's love story exhibited to us. Let's stop and pray. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us. Oh, and help us to be people who demonstrate your love for us by living for you in loving obedience and dedication and commitment and also exhibiting love for people around us because of your love for us. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father. Please forgive us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.